All right, we are back. The one and only OSB Sports Podcast Show. I'm Scott Matthews, and I'm joined again by my team of experts. The man with the plan over here with the Sports Profits, the CEO, Teddy Brooks. What's up, Teddy? Scotty and Tommy, good to see you guys. Likewise. Are you guys okay uh, with the college foot? I feel like we're like. Uh, I'm in a deep state of depression. Right I'm in a deep state of depression with no college this week. I don't know what to do with well, myself. Well, technically there is college. Well, Army, Army Navy. Army Navy. Yeah. Hey, South Dakota, North Dakota. Watch out for that one. Oh, that's going to be huge. That's <laughs> yeah. on my uh, yeah. that's on my radar for the last several well, days now. Yeah. You got a couple. By the way, I got to introduce the Big Kahuna, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. I didn't want to forget about you, of well, course, Big well, Kahuna. Well. Without without you making this OSB yeah, happen. Well, yeah. Well, hey, good to see you guys. You know, we got a lot of shit, a lot of stuff going on here. Just a quick. Uh, Were you going to say like a nasty word oh, and then no, you changed I, it up at the last uh, second there? there I noticed there, that. There's, uh, <laughs> no, but but retail betting goes live tomorrow at the Hard Rock right here in Fort Lauderdale. Yours truly will be shooting content from there. Craps and roulette, ladies and gentlemen, will be on the floor. By the way, he's been dreaming about this. I think hey, since I've known listen, him. Listen, I've been in Florida. Been in Florida 35 years. I never thought you'd be able to walk in and make a bet on a sporting event. Any, any thoughts? Yeah. Well, listen. They they brought it out. Uh, when was it? In October, I believe, and uh, it had a short stint. It was like three weeks, and they pulled the plug because the, the, uh, the Fed shut them down, basically. Yeah, but now I guess they worked all the kinks well, out. No, it wasn't the Fed. So the federal government doesn't really have jurisdiction over sports betting anymore. It's really the state governments it is now. The state, yeah. But interesting thing <clears throat> about the Hard Rock. You mentioned how ESPN bet if you have a five-team parlay and one pushes, it's a loss. Or it's an it's, it's a, a push. it's a wipe, right? It's a wipe. It's a wipe. Yeah. At the Hard Rock, they're doing flex parlays. If you bet a three-team parlay, now we preach against parlays, obviously here. But if you're a parlay guy and you can't take our advice, if you bet a three-team parlay, and one of the games loses, it becomes a two-teamer that pays plus one seventy. So do, do they pay you? Because if it pushes, yeah. So you get uh, no. Even if it loses, okay. if a, if the if you have a three leg and one of the leg loses, you still get paid if the other two win. Really? Yeah. So if okay. you bet a hundred and you get two that win, you get a hundred and seventy back. All right. One Interesting. It, one Not everybody does that though. One, no, Hard Rock. Well, what, that's what I'm saying. That's hard the, Rock is that's doing the that. one advantage of being the only game in town. They can make their own rules. I got to get you guys' opinion because like. I told you, college football wrapped up basically the regular season last week. They brought out the top four teams. We've been talking about this for the longest time. I wanted to get your take on it, Ted. The top four being Michigan, number one. I believe Texas, number two. Washington, number three. And obviously, uh, Roll Tide, Bama got in there. They jumped four spots by beating Georgia to get in the top four. What's your take on those four teams? Did you think they did it right? Yeah, close. So, so yes. I mean, I definitely agree with FSU being out. This is a big polarizing issue that a lot of people are disagreeing. Thirteen and zero, man. Not Thirteen there. and zero. But you got to remember. Let's go back to ten years ago when there was no playoff at all, mm-hmm. and the controversy was very thick. So obviously, the controversy is a little bit less now. I think that these guys. There's a set of rules that they look at how the team has progressed, they do take injuries into account. That of course. Is, that's in the rule book. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't in the rule book and, and they were just kind of making it as they go, I well, understand. Well, strength of schedule, too. A lot of strength things come of into play. You know, a lot of stuff like that. Injuries, strength of schedule, you know. I'm with, Tommy's, I'm with Tommy's guy, uh, Coach Prime, had a really good opinion on this. He said that it 100% should be. And I he, don't hear you talk about him He anymore. played for FSU. And he said 100% should be Bama. They're a better team than FSU. I would argue Georgia's a better team than FSU. I would argue that... Well, SEC's going to get preference. I don't think they've ever been left out of the championship game uh, top four ever since they started it. I think an SEC team's been in there. People really do not... uh, And you got Nick Saban. (laughs) Listen, people, the SEC, people don't really understand. I have a number here. Florida State in that game against Louisville... Average 3.4 yards per play, and Alabama <clears throat> was at that same day, that same night, beating a team that hasn't been beat in almost two in years. 29, 29 in a row. Yep. 
I mean, I don't even think it's that big of a controversy. That's no, how I feel. It, What's your take it, on it, those the, top the, four the, teams? The, first of all, this is this is a lot. You got a lot of money on the line here. There was no way Bama was not going to get in here. I, well, I why though? Why? What? Because so I jumped leapfrog four teams. Well, because Bama's Bama, Nick Saban's Nick Saban. Okay. And I think the networks rather have Bama than Florida State. Uh, see, I, I don't disagree I, I don't, with you. I don't you. know if it comes on down all that. I don't either. Right. I just well, think Bama is well, a better they're, team. They're no doubt. If if Florida yeah. State's quarterback Strength of schedule did, if, conference. If, 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 Florida State's quarterback didn't get injured. Florida State would be in, but here's the question: Who would they have bumped there of the other teams? Who who would not have got in if Florida State got in? Texas. Nobody. What do you mean? No? Texas. I think that it would have been those four teams. I don't think Bama would have got in. You don't think Bama would have gotten in? No. Well, here here's what I'm going to say I think about they it. They would have been fifth. Here's 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 Even my though SEC has got such preference. Here here's my whole thing about it. Can't knock Florida State's strength of schedule was still very low. Yeah. And if Bama beats Georgia, you got to look at the the games. I mean, yes, the Bama Auburn game was close, but Florida barely beat Miami. Florida barely. I mean, Florida State barely beat Miami. Barely beat Florida. Close games, right? Texas lost to Oklahoma, who had I think three losses, right? So. You got to look at all of those things, and I just think all day long, you what they really didn't want was but a Texas nat- beat Bama, though. Don't forget Texas that. Texas did beat Bama. So I they understand. Would, they would have got the preference. Here's my thing: you do not want a national championship game like last year, where Georgia no. beat TCU sixty-five right. yeah. to seven. I loved that it. I a, had them. <laughs> that was a discuss. Everyone had anyone that had a brain had Georgia in that game, of course. But by the way, not to uh, rush you guys, but we got a great guest coming on. Uh, yeah. I'm excited about it. Rick Rosen from Boom Fantasy is going to come on our next segment, which we're going to wrap up in a couple seconds. Ben, we're going to bring him in in about two minutes from now. Okay. All right. Anything else on these top four teams you want to talk no, about? No, I mean they're 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 here now. They're the gonna, playoffs, they're college gonna, football, but it's going to expand next year to twelve. I hear is that correct? I love it, and they'll, mean, and they'll still have controversy if it goes to twelve. They'll I mean, say, well, what, what, once again, I don't want to always hop on the business, but let's face it: now more games, more viewership. It's just all about expanding everything. Out I'm going to throw something out there really quick. I've been debating with my friends about this. Okay, Liberty. Undefeated, yep. won their conference. There's 133 teams in Division One. Do you know what Liberty's strength of schedule ranking was? Oh God, 133. There you go. Does Liberty make a 12-team playoff in next year's format if they have a year like this year? They may. Well, that they with, may. with 12, yeah. with 12 if teams. If they expand it like that, sure. 12, and they're undefeated. 12 teams. They were 13 they, and 0, right? Yeah, they, they were 13 and 0. The, the whole problem with this is they want good games at the end of the day. You want yeah, good competition yeah. in there. Well, it doesn't make them bad just because, listen, you still got to get up for 13 straight <laughs> weeks in a row and beat your opponent. I don't care what the – you still got to win the games. Yep. And if you're dominating in your conference, even though, you know, it's not maybe as strong as another conference, but you are the team in that conference and you're undefeated, you should have the shot to get in. I, if they I, expand I agree. It, not I the agree. top four – because you got powerhouses you're going against Michigan you're going against you know teams like that uh, Alabama Texas Washington undefeated in the Pac-12 I don't think Liberty's you know jumping over those teams that's I agree. for sure and I think once it gets closer to the bowl games and playoffs I'm excited that we can discuss these games some more 100% All right well Ben I think we should bring uh, Rick Rosen in from Boom Fantasy cuz uh, that's an exciting topic and we want to bring him in and I know all the guys have some questions for him are you there, Rick? How's I'm here, go- Scott. Thanks for bringing me in. Thanks for that beautiful intro. I enjoyed hearing you guys talk about the uh, college football playoff. I didn't get any predictions, though. Washington, They'll be coming. Texas, they'll, they'll, oh, they'll, 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 they'll be coming. They'll be coming. We got to have content for the next few weeks, you know? We can't. Consummate professionals. They call that a tease <laughs> in the biz, huh? Yeah. How's it going, guys? It's Good going great, Rick. Good, going- Good to see you. Rick, I had a question for you, obviously, an obvious question. How long has Boom Fantasy been around in the industry? So Boom Fantasy is a DFS old head, honestly. We've been around for uh, about seven-plus years. I was one of the first 10 hires, and we were originally much more of a novelty product. This is around 2016, 2017. The first real legal challenges to DFS in New York. We were on the picket lines with DraftKings and FanDuel fighting for our God-given right to DFS there in America. Yep. And uh, that was a much more novelty product, jackpot-focused. 
uh, four quarterbacks, who's going to have the most passing yards? I, lo I love that stuff. It keeps people, you know what it really does? It keeps people tuned into the game much longer well, because in was, our day. It was nice and we yeah. had a small thing, but we uh, scaled back on that when the uh, pandemic came around and we focused on our B2B efforts. Sorry, if I'm if I'm going too long-winded, feel free to cut me off. No, no, go, go right ahead. with uh, NBC Sports, Barstool, MSG, yes. We have a game in the Tim Hortons app with a million players. And uh, now we're back with Boom Fantasy 2.0, which is uh, player prop parlay focused. And that we've been running uh, for a, almost two years now. Cool. And let me ask you a question. I, I mean, I, I think it's great with the, you know, in my day, there was only straight bets. I mean, back in the day. I mean, we didn't know about this, you know, in-game live stuff. You know, how many touchdowns a quarterback's going to throw, receiving yards. You know, it just makes it so much more interesting from a player's standpoint, especially these younger players, uh, to sit there and watch these games. It keeps the audience in tune in the game all the way to almost the very end where, you know, if a game was a blowout back in our day, let's say, you turned off that game and you went to another game. So yeah, it's... Scott, don't you think that has a lot to do with like the fantasy football explosion and player props off of fantasy football, the individual player focus and the sheer data available player to player? Don't you think those kind of go hand in hand? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, not, the more not, info, the better, right? Not, not, the to, end of the day. not to mention a competitor, but some of the two biggest books started with their fantasy mailing list and just flipped them over to live betting. That's how they started. So, yeah, there's definitely a carryover, without a doubt. I know Teddy had a couple of questions. Oh, I'm loaded with questions. Oh, he's loaded. And uh, you better be ready yeah. for this, man, because he, he, he comes with the so, tough questions. So with with Boom, because I'm just getting familiarized with it, is it the same rules as some of the other DFS sites where you can't, if you do a two-prop parlay, they can't be in the same game? No, DFS rules are that they cannot be from the same team. The they can't be from apply. the same team, okay. Exactly. They can't be from the same team, uh, and that's just that's just the legalese uh, of the issue. Uh, but that's you could do same game at Boom Fantasy, obviously. We do a ton of action on big events like the Super Bowl and the NBA Finals. Uh, yeah, oh, it's, now, it's a huge part of the game. A follow-up on that, you said you were picketing with – DraftKings and FanDuel, you were picketing with them. Are they now kind of like against you now that they've made that move to uh, Sportsbook? Yeah, it's interesting, right? DraftKings and FanDuel are not even remotely close to the position that they were in uh, five, 10, even five years ago, right? So you see a lot of uh, change in the industry and there's probably a lot of lobbying efforts going on as you see states turn their attention to uh, the pick'em format and regulatory but I don't foresee that being an issue it is interesting though we are as we are talking DraftKings today released a press release announcing a pick six game which is essentially prop pick'em so huh. they can talk all they want about how they're not fans of the format but we're here talking, and they've just announced they're getting into the game. I, I just had a quick question, and I know Tommy has some questions for you as well. Um, what's, like, the most popular uh, prop bets that, your, you know, your customers, like, enjoy the most? I mean, is it four-legged? How many teams, like, and what, what kind of wages are they making that's the most popular ones from, from your opinion that you see? So the great thing about Boom Fantasy is we have these levels of props that players can access. We have favorites which are much more reasonable lines. And then we have toss-ups, which are much more like the minus 110 standard lines you'll find uh, all around the industry. And we have long shots, which are not anywhere else in the industry, which are uh, have much greater odds. So long shots will pay two pays 10X and three pays 40X. That's right. not off anywhere wow. else with Boom Fantasy. And you know, people and like- I it. really like the favorites. Because, you know, if I think LeBron's going to score 25 points, I absolutely think he's going to score 18 and a half, right? So building a favorites ticket is, is one of my favorite approaches. And, you know, the casual user, because that's boom, it's a casual game. The casual user loves to go long. They love to build a bigger ticket. But we see a lot of, and especially when we do our big promotions, we offer crazy promotions like uh, Joe Burrow under 999 and a half touchdown passes. <laughs> and people will take that, pair them with there a couple of their favorite legs, and have a nice three-leg ticket for Monday night. 
That's cool. All right, so you give him a, you give him a little opportunity there. Absolutely. Tommy, you have any uh, yeah, pick Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little uh, intrigued here with who's setting the the odds on these props, Rick. Is it is it an algorithm? Do you actually have guys sitting in a room with big screens like a, a Wall Street trading house moving numbers throughout the day? How, how is I it really set? I wish we had the room, man. I wish we had the trading room, Tommy. You know, <laughs> right. we, lock them in the bathroom for like all day, like Bronx Tale. Book the lease on a, a beautiful office, uh, ninth floor of a great building down by the Flatiron in, in Manhattan. And we, uh, cheers on our first day, I think it was March 19th, 2020. And so we had this glorious office and we never spent more than one day in it because New York shut down for COVID the next day. So we don't have a physical trading room, but we do have an incredibly active operations team and we stay competitive. Now that is aided uh, by, uh, you know, the code. And our engineers uh, trying to build as much automation to stay as competitive uh, with the industry as possible. And you can see it. You can see the strides that we've made in the industry because we're newer on the block than our competitors in the same tier. We view ourselves uh, with underdog and prize picks. And we can tell that uh, our in-house lines are updating faster than almost anyone in the industry right now. Good stuff. One other question. That's key too. You know, you got to be up to date with those numbers so you can really uh, make it work against you. Do, do, do you see Boom maybe one day getting into the actual full-blown sportsbook action? So the great thing about Boom Fantasy as a product is we're a much broader company than that. Uh, my my jacket says Boom Entertainment uh, right now, and we have a thriving casino side, and we're in some of these sports books you're talking about already uh, with. Uh, popular slot games. We actually made the blackjack game for the newly released Fanatics app in West Virginia. So we're really cooking on the casino front and we're in it for the long game. You know, you guys talked, or maybe it was off the air before this started about the uh, DraftKings and FanDuel launching and they had their ready-made mailing list. And it always seemed crazy to me that Vegas is so far behind the ball when it comes to sports betting. And maybe if I'm getting a little rambly here, but when sports betting became legal federally in America, people thought this was gonna be an infinite money glitch for companies that got into the game. You saw Win and Fox bet with these massive ad campaigns. Both of those sports books are closed. Yep, gone. They shut down. Tell me about it. I, I, I got an email one day saying we're going out of business. Thanks for your help. And, and That's it. Not Just like that. Money, more, more or right? less. It's like well, the cult. Well, well, you, not running out of money. Unibet. Unibet no. just pulled out of the U.S. market as yeah, well. Unibet. There's going to be three or four majors in the end of the day. I'm personally are, thinking. Sorry, Tommy. These are massive companies that misplayed their hand. So we're in it for the long haul. We're building something that lasts. We have an insanely talented team of rock stars in so many different disciplines. So. We're really excited for the future. Uh, we had a, we had an interesting guest on our show last week. This girl Dan, uh, Danielle Camella, she's with the betting ladies. They're building this like platform for to educate women gamblers. I wanted to ask you a question: Are you seeing a big influx of women coming to da- daily fantasy more so, like in the last year or so, than you know in the past? Well, you can't I don't answer that. Demographics, but I do want to point out that we do have a couple of affiliates that are women-led, that are doing really well. You have, uh, you know, maybe you guys are on the older side for this, but Discord has been a really unique tool for the development of sports betting and DFS communities. And what these smaller communities are, uh, are more accessible spaces for people who are new to these kind of activities, right? If I go on Twitter, sorry, X, and I say, (laughs) hey, what's a parlay? Like, I'm going to get cooked by someone with a, with a random name and a cartoon profile, right? Like, but if I can go into a smaller discord full of, of, of approachable, knowledgeable people and say, Hey, I really don't understand that. I can really find community. So I think you're finding people who were maybe more apprehensive to this hobby in the past are now finding it more accessible than ever before. Yeah, that makes sense. It's mainstream. Hey, hey Rick, I want to, you mentioned affiliates. So that leads me to my last question. So you guys run an affiliate program. I'm an affiliate marketer for sports books and daily fantasy sites. Why do you think it is that it seems like the 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 people that run the daily fantasy sites are 
more organized, more accessible, more friendly for one, uh, and just have better communication. Um, do you think it has to do with like the European influence with these sports books, or what, what's your take on that? Yeah, it's an interesting take. Uh, thank you for calling me more organized and friendlier. I'll always take that. Absolutely. I think it's about the emphasis on building community. You know, a lot of sportsbook leaders, they're now publicly traded companies. They have to do things a certain way. They have to abide by certain rules. And they've grown really large, right? So, so how do you reach people? How do you connect with people and differentiate yourself? So I think community is a really strong way to do that. And you see everyone kind of does it in their own way. And I really like what Boom is doing. And it's building a community of players that, that, that experience this space positively and, 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 and want to have a good time. And uh, I just think that the sports betting space can be really toxic. And from a customer service perspective, that can be really overwhelming. Again, we're just riffing here, right? But I don't know. I'll take the compliment, but I'm not familiar with and all. Teddy the don't give books. compliments too often, so you're in good. That's a good compliment from Teddy. I'll take it, man. Hey, we try to be as friendly as possible. Uh, it's a game with real money, so people can get frustrated. People lash out. Oh yeah. Right? Well, we know so, that. Trust us. We've been doing this sports handicapping for uh, since the mid '80s. So, uh, we're building community here. Yeah. Drafting the Fanduel. They've been doing he, he, it for so long. They do it. Millions of players over every day. Oh yeah. 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 You're a hero. A you go from a hero yet. to a zero. Real are you going to be at? Are you going to be at SBC in uh, May? I might. We'll see if there's oh. an extra ticket. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not on the, I'm not on the first ticket pass. <laughs> I mean, I, ju I just wanted to add, Rick, OSB is an affiliate of yours, and you always return my emails quickly. You, you give me some good tips. I'm not going to mention other names, but I am with some of the big boys, and it is at times difficult to communicate. Oh, very frustrating. I'll, I'll just say it that as far as getting paid, I've waited up to 90 days from some other places as well. I'm not going to mention names. But you guys do things pretty quickly. I think we should uh, have Rick mention how uh, people can get a hold of yeah, them through yeah, our and, audience. And, uh, and, and a bonus, like a new person comes in, what type of bonus do they normally get, Rick? Is there going to be a, a link at the bottom of this video? Did, that, did, that no. Be, plug, this? Did, we, we didn't do that, but please plug whatever you want to do and give your link or tell a person how they could find you guys. All right. Yeah. Boom Fantasy. Search Boom Fantasy in the App Store. Uh, best in class DFS. New users get their first entry risk-free up to $100. That means if they lose, you'll get your first entry back as bonus cash up to $100. And you have to be on the lookout for all the promotions. Keep push notifications on when you download Boom because we're constantly doing under 999 and a half points, touchdown passes, reduced lines, things sports books don't do to get, get more cash in your pockets, get you having a good time, all three different levels of gameplay, really unique product, and it's called Boom Fantasy. You should check it out. Let me ask you, what's the minimum deposit a player has to come in uh, to open up with you guys? Uh, $10. You can okay. make an entry with as low as $0.05, cents, I think. All right. Interesting. Wow. Very cool stuff. Good stuff well, listen, man. I really appreciate you coming on our show. We always like the insights of knowing what's going on in uh, different uh, areas of the sports betting world. And we appreciate your time. And we'd love to bring you on down the road, maybe when it gets closer to the Super Bowl, because you'll probably have a 1,000 prop, uh, maybe 2,000 prop bets uh, that we could go over. might take a lot longer than this, but uh, we'd love to bring you back down the road and talk about uh, future things going on in your industry. Hey, not only will we have an insane menu of props at Boom Fantasy, but me personally, I've hit the Gatorade color two years in a row on the Super Bowl. So wow. you're looking at a real one right now. So right. Don't be afraid <laughs> to hit my line come February. No problem. We appreciate it. Have a great day and happy holidays to you. Have a good one, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. All right. Interesting. Listen, it's yeah. always great, you know, to hear uh, the different sides of what's going on out there in the betting world. We're in one space of it. There's a lot of different moving parts out there. You're well aware of it. Obviously, Tommy is a uh, no, props, props, big component yeah. with the sports betting uh, last, side of it. Last two, three years, props have really exploded. Morning, Edgar. That's it, that what happened, Edgar? Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh. Breaking props, news. Props are, are, are a type of thing where it's like 
there are players that that I talk to that they are just they want props and they don't want anything else. And then yeah. there's players that younger players it's, are. It's age. I was gonna yeah. say it's age. The younger ones oh, love the love props. It. You, know, you talk to a 45-year-old dude, he's not playing props, but, but, but you talk let, to a 25-year-old dude. Let, let me add this. I, I do speak and network with sharp professional guys, and they do really focus on props. A lot of these guys have been cut off, so props uh, odds are not necessarily efficient all the time. i got a question for you because you're in the game much more than I am when it comes to this stuff. Um, what are you hearing from the people you speak to? What's like the most popular things they like jumping on, like betting, like with these fantasy things? Are they betting like in-game stuff? Are they uh, are they betting like touchdowns, passing yards? What are, what are some of the? I, I think for props, it's it's TDs for a quarterback, rushing for for NFL. In-game touchdown for yeah, whatever. I, I, I haven't heard that as much. It's it's more you know is so and so going to throw X amount of yards? Passing it, over yards. under yards is yeah, big. O, o, over Interceptions. Under. Interceptions yeah. for me. What what I'm running into a lot of is guys doing. Uh, over under points, rebounds, and assists in the NBA. I mean, that's just yeah. really big, big right big now. Time. You guys want to move to this nasty ass game on Thursday night in the NFL? I don't even think Mr. Melnick, who's uh, watching us out here, I want to <laughs> give a shout out to Mr. Melnick. How you doing, Mr. Melnick? <laughs> Good to see you here. Finally got him down here from Canada. He f finally got smart to uh, get out of that cold down here in South Florida. All right, uh, we got a big game on Thursday night. Not big, but you know, it's a, it is the only thing in town. We got the New England Patriots, my former great team at 2-10, and 10, going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Current line on this game, believe it or not, Pittsburgh is minus 6, and listen to this total, 29 and a half. Yeah. It's, it's dropped. The, it was 30 and a half. Wow. It's plummeting. It's plummeting. It's plummeting before our eyes. Why? Because yeah. of weather? Uh, well, bad offenses, weather. I mean, <clears throat> New England, they average 30 points a game combined. New England averages 13 and a half. Uh, Pittsburgh averages 16 and a half, so well, it's spot on. And if you got I could, a take on it, if I could find a sports book that would take this bet, I would go with a teaser. You know, I discussed this before. It's hard to find same game teasers, but they're out there. I would go with a teaser. I'd go with uh, New England teased to plus 13, and then under 37 or 36 and a half. Okay, that's, that's, that's the uh, direction. That's no yeah. straight play. No, no straight play. I'm not betting this game. This is a this is a garbage game. Tommy, what do you think? I, I have to concur. This is this is just a game. Yeah, you have a beer or two. Uh, I'm sure Al Michaels is going to be cracking jokes on this game Thursday night football. Where do you really go with this? I mean, Steelers minus six. Could they cover? Yeah. Uh, if if I had to put a side out, I would say Steelers, but. This is a game that there's no guarantee anything could happen here. Two real pretty bad teams. Pats two and ten ATS. Finding ways to lose. That's uh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, never the, seen Be the, a Belichick team like the, this the, falling the, apart the, right the, in front the, of your the, eyes. The, the Pats have put up seven or less points in their last three games. Yeah, they benched. Uh, interesting Matt theory. Jones is benched. An interesting and theory. Who, and who's going to quarterback? They're, they're not even saying who's going to quarterback for that. They're, game. They're be ready. They're they floating around you. an interesting <laughs> theory that I couldn't do worse. Everything <laughs> is fine with Kraft and Belichick, and this is all these rumors are like an right. act to kind of cover up the tank. Probably because they don't want to get in trouble like the Dolphins did. Real quick, I mean. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, got suspended for a year from his team for tanking for Tua. Imagine if they go to the Super Bowl with Tua. He's going to be a hero. Right. Well, Take that suspension all day long. And you know what? The way they're playing right now, they're showing up on both sides of the ball, the Dolphins, and they're looking good, man. They really they are. They got a shot. They, they, got got weapon. they got some nice weapons. They could put up a lot of points. If they, if they could keep their defense you know, uh, injury-free with that offense, man, yeah. they're going to be a tough out. Definitely. I'm excited for them versus Dallas because th they're teams that have a similar mo. But that'd be a we'll great game. We'll, it's going to be in Christmas, I think. We'll save we'll save that. It's a couple weeks away, but I can't wait to break that. All right, since this down. game is so nasty on Thursday night, you know we got the NBA right now. They got this in-season tournament going on, and they're down to the semifinals. Both games are being played in Las Vegas. Uh, to, there's a trophy involved here. There's a championship. It's called the in-season tournament. So someone's going to become the champ. you got two games left. Matter of fact, uh, Indiana's playing Milwaukee in the first game in the semifinals. And you got New Orleans and the Lakers. I didn't want to know if you guys have any takes because there are numbers out. Milwaukee's four and a half. 
254.5. These teams are going to run and gun all over the place. And you got the New Orleans playing the Lakers on the late game, and the Lakers are currently 1.5. What's the total in that one? On the Lakers game? Mm-hmm. I'm showing 230 roughly yeah. on that game. The, the Lakers' totals have <clears throat> tended to be low lately. I've actually... You watched the game last night. LeBron went off in that fourth I, quarter. Man. I didn't watch Crazy. it, but I I had I uh, I had uh, someone close to me that had the under in that game, and it was a big bet. And he's been preaching, preaching Lakers game L- under. L- Lakers covered by like a half point. I, I, I like New Orleans in that game against the Lakers. I think New <clears> Orleans <throat> can uh, match up really well against them, and they're they're coming back uh, from their injuries. They're playing well. I think they got a big shot to beat the Lakers. They, those games are at T-Mobile Arena, guys, in Las Vegas. Uh, they are going to crown an uh, in-season champion. But, but I got a question. I'm not going to put out a side, but why, why are they doing this? I don't this know, time man. I'm, like, I'm curious. Where, where, did, they, where did this come from, and like, what, what's the real purpose, though? I, I guess uh, Adam Silver's been looking to put this thing together for like you know a while now, and they finally put it together. Yeah, just out of nowhere. I'm curious like, how popular it really is at the end of the day, because, you know, I don't know. Just to me, it's just another... I think maybe the goal is to try to make early games matter a little bit right. more because these players don't. <coughs> well, this that's is, it. This exactly. is why I don't really yeah. mess with the NBA because and keep the players playing. Yeah, the players don't really like to play early in the season, and for me, I mean, that's just you it's want to a, keep the stars on the you court. You lose, you lose a lot of early season viewership ratings. So that's probably what it's all about. But just one thing before we get to this, like we want to talk about the Army Navy game. Oh can, God! Can we <laughs> get to that that tape, uh, producer? Uh, and um, Ben, come on ben, now. Uh, with that, with that little scuffle on that that eagle game, do, can we get that up? I just wanted to make a comment there. Okay. Kind of comical what happened there with this head of security now going. Well, head I don't to, know if it was comical. They threw him out. I right, think, right, but I mean, I, this guy, I even never heard of this guy. He was a, he's a no. fixture in Philly. This but, right here. Yeah. He got involved. He got in the face, and I think he threw a punch in, at a player. You're, right. not, you're the, not allowed to do the, that. The, his name is Big Dom DeSandro. He's a head of security for the Eagles. But, like, question is, what what was he even doing that close to the players, though? Well, he's head of security, so he's on the he's, – he's obviously – Yeah, but they were saying a, he had no right being that close to that situation, oh, though. Yeah, well, that I, I think – That I can't tell people you. People that are in security, Tommy, you're going to – and nowadays, they got to protect secure people that are in security <clears throat> need to be wherever they feel they need to be to do their job. That's my opinion on it. And he's the one, in my opinion, from what I just saw there. I've read about it, but I never saw the video. It looks right. like he got touched first in the nose. Yeah, he did. Drew, Drew Greenlaw like put uh, touched yeah. him actually. Yeah, yeah he, put he his... got touched in the nose right. first. Listen, I don't want to get political on this one, but. People hate Philly. People hate Philly fans. Players hate Philly fans. They talk about it all the time. And I think this is an extension of that. Well, this guy is supposedly a close consultant to the owner, Jeffrey Laurie. So he's really involved in the team, this guy. No, he's big. Like they well, love he, him. He's no longer involved, my friend. He's gone. Well, I, don't I don't know if they think he got suspended by for, the league. For the whole season? I don't know, I but so. I think the team's going to treat him the right way. I, I think he got suspended. Wow. Like he, permanent or something. He might be. Oh, was it the guy with Miami that was on the field? Somebody got thrown out of the league. How well, about this? You guys watch soccer? He got, watch he got soccer? thrown out of the game. He got yeah, thrown no, out, out of the, of the game. game. I get it. Right. But you I guys watch more... the Inter-Miami Messi games? Messi has a, a oh, yeah. security guard that walks Ex- up and down yeah. the field yeah. as he's playing. Yeah. Sure. So, come on. Hey, you know what? you got to protect that $250 million somehow, yeah. right? You don't want some crazy coming out of the crowd like... Uh, Guess we'll see what happens. Shooting with or stabbing that somebody. Yeah. All right, we got a good jump. We, we've been doing a lot of talking today, and that's good. We're getting a lot of stuff accomplished. Uh, we got a huge game on Saturday in college football. It's the one and only Army Navy game. I know you have a strong, I think, a strong well, opinion I mean, on that game. Yeah, the current I, I, line is, I believe, Army's three. And I think the three total. Point favorite. You see the total, 27 and a half? Is that, is yeah. that what the Yeah, that's is? how these games yeah. are. 27 you know. and a half. This time of the year, man, weather. Well, I don't, East Coast, it, it's not snow, on, sleet. Well, I don't know if it's actually weather for this, but you're talking about, uh, first of all, I am going to lean towards the points here and, and take Navy. I just think Navy will outrun them in the end here, so I'll grab the two and a half points. Th- this is kind of like, uh, I mean, I don't want to use the term all-star game, but these two te- I mean, they've been playing for 100 years probably, 
and it's patriotic and all. Not probably. They've been playing for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've been playing a long time. I mean, this is more of a, I guess, a tradition. The showcase game it, for it, the it, schools. That, that, that's what the I'm military trying. Schools. Yeah, it's sure. what it is. I'm, I'm going to lean towards Navy. It's I'm their gonna, Super Bowl. I'm, it's it's their Super Bowl. I'm going to take the two and a half. Is it a strong bet? Absolutely not. Don't take two and a half. It's plus three. Plus three. There yeah. you go. Well, the money. Got to buy the hook. Yeah, no, well, it's three. That's the number everywhere right now. I'm showing. Yeah, it's popped up then. So the money's going on Army. I'll 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 buck the trend. Take I'll buy it up to three and a half. Take Navy. Okay. Anything on that? I'm going to use this as a moment to just say I don't have a take on this game, but <laughs> with the current people in charge in Washington D.C., the rule change that they made that states that if you play for a, a military academy school. Air Force, Army, Navy, you are now no longer allowed. Even if you're amazing, you're having a great career, you are no longer allowed under the current administration to go into the NFL. You have to go from college to serving time in whatever, uh, you know, Army, Navy, whatever it is. I think that's extremely unfair. If these kids excel at their sport, why not let them play in the NFL? Ridiculous rule happened with the current administration. Hopefully, when things change, that changes also. Why, why is that, though? You tell me, Tommy. I have no idea. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. So I did, I did, Politics, I did, my friend. I didn't know it personally, yeah. but now so, I'm hearing it. So basically, if you have an, all, an all-star player <clears throat> from Navy or Army or Air Force and they want, they're eligible to get drafted and teams want them, they can't go into the draft. They have, wow. to, they have to go abroad or serve their country in some way. Well, I'm a little excited about uh, talking about the NFL uh, on Sunday because we got a couple of great matchups. We got Buffalo playing Kansas City. This this game's got to give for somebody in this matchup. Buffalo and Kansas City, you know it's going to be huge and the late game, man, this is what it's all about that they've been talking about. Philadelphia and Dallas. And I wanted to see if you have any opinions on well, if you those games or anything else on Sunday. Are you looking at that Dallas and Philly game? At Carlisle, I'm actually three looking and at the Buffalo-KC uh, game a little bit more. I mean, this is just a must-win game for Buffalo. KC needs to win also. I think both of them. They're both underperforming uh, as far as their record goes. But Buffalo right now is not in the playoffs. And they need to make some serious moves to change that. Uh, I don't think anyone sat here besides maybe you. I think you said at the beginning of the year that I thought you, they'd have a down you thought year. They'd a have bit. a down year. Yeah. So good call on that one, Scotty. Um, well, they were playing so good for so many. They're years. They're one in seven against the spread in the last eight games right now. I mean, they just have to win this game. I, I think that three points is a lot, but now it's moved down to to one and a half. I, without looking at a lot of numbers, I think Casey is the better team. Casey is at home. I, I just think Buffalo season is over if they lose. I, I would I would sprinkle a little bit on Buffalo just for the simple fact that they have to win this game. Best 100%. bet? 100%. No, what? not at all. No, on Sunday, you have a best bet in the NFL? So I don't love the board Sunday, but what I'm liking, Vikings obviously have quarterback issues, but Justin Jefferson, potentially the best receiver in the league, is coming back this Sunday. Both of the Raiders and the Vikings come off of a bye. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Both teams obviously have quarterback issues. The Raiders, I think, have O'Connell in there right now. The Vikings, coach is saying they're not sure who's going to start yet. Dobbs obviously finally had a bad game last week, but I think that the Vikings come back in uh, after you know doing really well. They're going to show up in Vegas. I think this they're going to show back up because when Cousins got hurt, things like things were looking good until yeah. until the last game. And I think that they come back in this one. I think Justin Jefferson makes it a lot easier for whoever the quarterback is because he's going to be drawing double coverage. He's going to leave other receivers open. And then he's obviously going to get open a few times as well. So the Vikings minus three? Vikings, I would take the money line. Money line, best bet? That's my best NFL bet of the week. Big kahuna, anything on the NFL for Sunday? I got a couple. I mean, the Jets are like the Patriots. They can't score. Playing the Texans, very low total on this one. There's an old saying, the trend is your friend. I'm going under in this game. You might not see many points there. 32 and a half. I'm not going to complicate matters. Go under in the Jets. Texans, I agree with Teddy. Bills must win this game. They're going to pull out everything possible. 
I'm going over. You're going to see a lot of points on both sides. I don't really know who's going to cover over 48 and a half. Bills is, I like that. They, 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 ha- they have no like choice. That. They're going to have to throw the ball. You might see interceptions. Yeah. I like over. So okay. those are my two plays. Go under and Dallas Philly is going to be a great game to watch. Come on, guys, want to know that, that game? That, that that's it's a difficult call. I think you got to go with the Cowboys. They're just playing too good a football right now. They're putting up a lot of points. Uh, I would side towards the Cowboys, but I like the over in that Bills uh, Chiefs game. That's my best bet. Okay, excellent. Well, I got I got another teaser I really like on seven point teaser. Uh, last week I put out a real easy one with Miami and San Fran. I mean, it couldn't have made it any easier for you guys to cash on the show with that teaser. This week I love a two-team teaser. I'm going to take the Cowboys, seven-point two-team teaser. Dallas, the plus three-and-a-half at home. I think they get the job done. I think they're the stronger team right now. They will take advantage of this game. They're showing up big time. I think absolutely Dallas plus three-and-a-half. And I'm going to put it to the Colts. Plus six. They are currently minus one against the Bengals. I think that game on Monday night, that quarterback had probably his world-class game. I think they're going to come down off that game. Colts are playing real well right now. They're finding ways to win. And I like the Colts plus six, taking them from minus one to plus six. So that's a two-team teaser, ten units. And I do like Buffalo as a seven-unit play. I would buy that line a plus two. I like Buffalo in that game. I feel they're going to show up. They should have beat Philly. They outplayed Philly. I think the conditions are going to be favorable for Buffalo to be in this game against Kansas City. And I think Kansas City's on a low right now. Even though Buffalo's not playing their best football, I think they show up in a big game like this. I think Josh Allen's going to rally his troops and get them going. And he's going to run all over the place again and make that game happen. So I like Buffalo as a plus-two dog. That's a seven-unit play. Those are my plays for Sunday. Guys, you heard this. This is the first time in a few weeks, if you've been watching the show, that we we're all on one play. So it looks like we're all on Buffalo here. That's pretty cool. I want to touch on this Eagles-Dallas game. You guys know. I mean, I come on this show every week and say the same thing. Let's look at, yeah, the Cowboys have been doing okay, right? They've been beating teams pretty Last good. Last four games, they're but who are they phenomenal. Beating? The Commanders, but the Giants. But I say the same thing every week. They dominate mediocre to bad teams, and they get beat by good teams. I prefer not to bet this game, but I would have to go with the Eagles in this one just for the simple fact that there's nothing in the Cowboys' resume this year that has shown that they can beat that caliber of a team. Well, I think Dak Prescott, this is a game that's probably been circled in his mind and the team's mind for a long time. Uh, I think they, especially after that last game in Philly, they actually, I think they actually outplayed Philly. They lost the game, obviously, but I think they outplayed them in Philly. They showed up for that game. If they show up for this game, I think it's going to be a rough day for the Eagles. They might get blown out again. They got crushed by San Francisco. I loved San Francisco last week. That was my big play on the show. I said that I thought San Francisco could, you know, get the job done. Um, bottom line is, like three. I said, I, I I think that Dallas is just <clears throat> too strong right now. Tough to go against. And yeah. Dak Prescott's like locked in big time. I mean, I think Jalen Hurts might be a little banged up. They're not really saying much, but he looks like he doesn't look right. The last two or three weeks, he just doesn't. Even though they were ten and one, I get it. They lost last week, but he hasn't. They haven't been playing well against teams. They've been getting by, but they're not really looking big time against anybody. So I think they're going to need a big time. They're going to have to show up with their A plus game to beat the Cowboys in Dallas. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, you also got to look at who they're playing. They're playing KC. They're playing Buffalo. They're playing San Fran. The the Eagles' schedule has been really tough. They played. You know, Miami, I mean, they've had a tough schedule. Yeah, I get it. Um, but, yeah, no, but I mean, I just have they're to. They're just getting by, though. I have yeah. to stick with my trend of going against Dallas on, on these big team games because it's just kind of where I've been rolling. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I know we have a special guest, the uh, roaming sideline reporter. He's yeah. been out there working his ass <laughs> off for us uh, the last week, and I believe he's going to be coming on with uh, some breaking news. Mr. Edgar, is he, is he coming up uh, shortly, Ben? Okay, we got Edgar. He's got some uh, breaking news on, again, with uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So let's hear what Edgar has to say. What's up, Edgar? Good morning, Edgar. This is Edgar. Edgar, your roving reporter. I got some news. 
Well, please tell me. Okay, Travis and Taylor both showed up to this Christmas party wearing matching squirrel suits. Now, what I hear from a very reliable source is Travis didn't want to wear the suit, and but Jason, his brother, called him up and said, Look, Travis, I'm getting Campbell's soup chunky beef commercials. I'm making some money now because you sure you're it's chunky beef? Taylor. So you do what Taylor says. Now you listen now, Travis, you listen. I want to retire. I'm tired of getting beat up because everybody wants to charge the line and get Jalen Hurts. Who wants to protect him but me? Now, you listen, you do it. And Travis, you know Travis, he listened to his brother. His brother's the boss. Now he has two bosses. He had Taylor Swift and his brother Jason. Further, big, big news. You know who determines who catches the passes now from the Kansas City Chiefs is Brittany. Well, why is that? Okay, I'm going to tell you right now why it is. Brittany and Taylor are friends. Brittany wants to show Taylor, who's the boss of the Kansas City, that her husband's the boss. He determines everything, but no, he really doesn't. It's all about Brittany. Brittany's the biggest shot. If you want to know who's going to catch the passes on Kansas City, just ask Brittany Mahomes. Ooh, that's big news. Of course it's big news. Is anybody closer to that situation with Travis well, Kelsey and uh, let, let Taylor me, Swift let, let and me, Edgar? Let me say one thing Jeez. about Taylor Swift. When you have all the money and all the blank, you call the shots, man. I don't know. He was talking about Brittany Mahomes calling <laughs> right, the shots but, but, there for a minute. But I'm just saying you got to keep in mind. You're dealing, best with, friends you're now, dealing with a woman that's worth a billion bucks. Oh, yeah. She's a ten and a half. Let, let uh, go from there. If you All know right. you know where my mind's going. I don't think. Do you have a take on that, or what's your thoughts on uh, Mr. Edgar and his digging uh, oh, of dirt I think, on I think that the, subject? I think the relationship is completely fabricated. You know, I think it's all. I think it's all BS. I think really? it's all noise. You think yeah. it's just like publicity yeah, for we the won't NFL? Be, we won't be. Yeah, we won't be talking about ne this in a year from it's now. It's not on the same level, but remember Vegas Dave Dayton, Holly Saunders. Holly Saunders. She's yeah. six one, built like a racehorse. He's 5'5", five, five, looks like uh, that was all just bullshit also in the end of the day. Now They both wanted to grow their and, social and, media. And, and, and there was odds, were they going to get engaged? Were they going to get married? Now she's with Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, he was paying her ten grand a week. She probably. did all right. Yeah, yeah. She's she, with the golden boy. She went from him to Oscar. How do you figure? De La Hoya's got That's a nasty... That's why I call Pat Melnick the De, golden boy. De La Hoya's got a nasty reputation, man. Oh, he, yeah, seems to oh. burn every, he seems to burn every bridge he makes. De La Hoya's had problems in the past with, uh, yeah, with some he, abuse he, he, issues, he, he, but I'm I don't want to get into well, that stuff. I'm not even talking about domestic I'm talking about with like the Ryan Garcia well, thing. And, yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem I like. I think they're, very... he's, they're scheduling a big fight with Ryan Garcia, right? They just yeah. announced another fight. And, you know that, that's why I like uh, that's why I like Floyd because <clears throat> Floyd just tells how it is. You know, De La Hoya tries to create this facade of being this nice guy, and yeah, and... but I don't know about Floyd, man. That's you know, I think, that's another. I topic. think both of them have their own issues but we're not going to get into that Listen, right now it is how about Gervonta davis real quick so a buddy of mine had a lamborghini urus he you know Gervonta davis is the, the boxer had he a lived in my neighborhood he had a lamborghini urus for a year sold it to some dealership or some dealer that dealer sold it to Gervonta. Gervonta got remember the hit and run yeah the cops were knocking on my buddy's door because the, the title had just transferred and wow. it still showed that he owned the car. So they were knocking on his door asking about the hit and run. And it was Javante Davis's Urus. Yeah, crazy, well, man. Javante, uh, he had some issues uh, when he was away. His house got broken into. It was yeah. all, all kinds of going on. They stole his cars. He, li he, he lives in, in, in Parkland. Yes, he does. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we had an action-packed show. Yeah, good we, show. We talk, I'll tell you, I want to thank definitely Rick Rosen from uh, Boom Fantasy. Boom, yep. Uh, I think that's great what they do and uh, the product they put out. Looks like a first-class operation. Check out Boom, guys. He gave you all the information. Or I'm sure you'll have some stuff up on your site where they can reach Boom. By all means, yeah. I, we, I feel uh, they have good odds and all. They have a real good bonus. Check them out. Boom Fantasy. Download the app. We're going to have to put our thinking caps on now, guys. We're going to have to get serious. We're going to have to have college f basketball, which <clears> you <throat> and I both love. And we're going to start having to go into the NBA because there's no more college football. 
And if soon, yeah, the NFL's going to be gone. And a little NHL also. Can't forget yeah. the NHL. But, yeah, so we got really realistically we got next weekend, not this coming weekend, but next weekend, well, then we got the, the weekend balls. after, and then the weekend after that. We got really three weeks left of college football. So we're going to try to get every possible game. I think we should probably break down a few more games than we normally do. Oh, definitely. So that, Bowl so season that we especially. can max it out. And uh, But then after that, we, uh, we're going to have to look at some other things and giving straight predictions, maybe give leans throughout the week or something of, of what matchups we like. But we got to look for the Lions because they're not out. All right. Well, speaking of that, tell the people where they can find you and get your great information you put out daily <laughs> on social media. Take it away, Teddy. YouTube.com slash at the sports profits. Uh, this show will be on there. Plus our daily breakdowns. We started a new format um, where instead of doing a separate video for each game, we're putting multiple games into one video. Um, so make sure you watch the entire video so that you can get each game and Instagram at the underscore profits with an S underscore pick. No S. Follow what he does, guys. The man works hard. This is what he does. He looks to give you that betting edge. You could play it. You don't have to play it, but check him out. He's worth listening to, that's for sure. All right, Big Kahuna. Big Kahuna. Let's go, baby. Tell let's them where they can find you. Well, you want to get to my site. Get excited, Big Kahuna. You Come want... on, let's go. Where can they find you? <laughs> you want to go to the site, onlinesportsbet.com. We are partners with every major regulated book. We have an odds comparison feed, so you could check the numbers throughout the week. Instagram, I'm putting up free picks daily, OSB underscore sports, YouTube, OSB dash sports. You heard it. That's the big kahuna. He's the man with the plan, and he's trying to make it all happen. Listen to what he has to say. You can play it. You don't have to play it, but at least listen, because he's got a lot of years of experience doing this. All right, I'm Scott Matthews. You can check me out on TikTok. My TikTok is at SMPICKS, P-I-C-K-S. I put up free stuff all the time, guys. Everything's free on my sites. Instagram, TikTok. My Instagram account is at SMSportsPicks, P-I-C-K-S. And the best part about it, we're here each and every week doing this show for you guys. Yes. I want to say one thing. Only like 10% of sports betting social media handles give out free stuff. We're in the 10%. Most people, to get anything, you have to pay something. And think about the years of experience we bring to the table. I speak for myself. I speak for Tommy. And I'm speaking for you. We've been doing this combined a long, long time. And we're giving it away for free. It might not be right all the time, and that's not what it's about. It's just trying to be consistent and helping you guys make better decisions on these games. But check this show out each and every week on all podcast forums. That's right, guys. All the podcast forums, Spotify, Apple, you name it, will be out there. We'll be back here next week. Have a great week. I'm Scott Matthews. See you then. Oh, really good, guys. That was a good show. What do you think?